I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, thanks again to Mo Egger for joining us to talk about the Bengals. Brian and I are going to preview the Bengals for you here in just a second. But before I do that, I want to say thank you to our sponsor here, Boomer Jacks. Uh, Boomer Jacks, you can cool off with cool drink specials and affordable eats any game day, whether it be Saturday, Sunday, whatever else. It's the perfect spot to go catch the big game. It's also the perfect spot if you're just looking for a nice happy hour with coworkers, somewhere to go drink with the boys, or, or honestly, somewhere to just take your family. Because like I said, affordable food, affordable drinks, a great time, a great atmosphere. There's something for the whole family, your group of friends, whatever you want over there. You've got cool drink specials starting at $3, wall-to-wall TVs, live music, and more. Everybody's going to be happy, whatever kind of atmosphere you're looking for. 17 DFW locations, so there is one near you, and you can find your Boomer Jacks at BoomerJacks.com. All right, Brian, uh, we, we just talked to Mo Egger for his thoughts on the Bengals. You and I have both watched that football team this week uh, to try and get our own takeaways, uh, what, what we expect from that football team, what we're looking forward to, where we think the Cowboys might have some success, where the Cowboys might have some concern. So, uh, your biggest takeaway after you went in and, and watched the Bengals, I know you mentioned there you, you were really high on their safeties, think their secondary is pretty yeah. strong. Uh, but but where do you think the Bengals most challenge the Cowboys and where can the Cowboys most challenge the Bengals? I think the, the Bengals skill players, and I mean offensive skill players, are a huge challenge. Now, we could talk about Burrow and you could talk about Chase. We'll see what happens you know, with the report with T Higgins and how that all plays out uh, as the week goes on here uh, with a couple more days. Uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, the, the tight end area bothers me for the Bengals though, as well. And you know, with Hayden Hurst and, and what he can do. And, and, you know, to me, you know, I asked Mo about the cover of Schultz, but on the other flip side, as we say all the time, you have to worry a little bit about, that skill of a tight end that has the ability to get up the field. He does a great job of finding space. He's a super athlete. When you look at him play, uh, you know, along the sidelines, the sideline awareness, you know, the ability to extend. Uh, I, I do worry, and, and especially with no curse this week. Yeah. How do you play that? You know, do you are you able to play Wilson 
uh, on him, you know, Wilson down, Wilson in coverage and, and run with him. You know, the ball tends to gravitate towards Wilson. Maybe you get a turnover. Maybe you get the interception, uh, create a fumble with him. But I, I wonder, because I think you're going to have to play Malik Hooker deep yeah. in order to handle what's going on on the outside to try and help some of these corners uh, if the ball goes vertical like we saw against the Buccaneers where he's able to play from the middle of the field and work to the outside. So the the skill players, I, I don't think we're giving uh, Mixon enough credit for, you know, what he could potentially do, yep. you know, catching the football out of the backfield. We've seen times where the Cowboys have really struggled uh, dealing with, you know, running backs that catch the football. And so I'm, I'm just the whole skill package for the Bengals, you know, makes me a little nervous, but you could say their offensive line is struggling and struggled through week one. And, if you could get pressure on Burrow, he'll run himself into sacks or you know, he'll turn the ball over himself. So uh, a lot going on, but a lot to like about the Bengals' offensive skill players. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we all know about, you know, uh, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins going through concussion protocol, but they at least sound optimistic as it stands now. As we're recording this on Thursday night, it sounds like they're optimistic that he'll play, that he'll be able to clear protocol. But that obviously is uncertain. Um, but but those obviously challenge you, and we all know that. But yeah, I think it's important you mentioned Mixon. Uh, you mentioned Hayden Hurst. I, I just, watching Hayden Hurst play, and we've seen him over the years, but watching him play, I just looked at that and went, man, without J. Ron Kirsten there, yeah. tight end was a position. Mo joked about how Bengals fans will say you can't stop tight ends here in Cincinnati. It wasn't until J. Ronkers got here that the Cowboys were able to stop tight ends. They've had that issue for years now. And so no J. Ronkers in there and, and watching the way that he can challenge them, that's concerning to me. And I also look at go back and look at how the Cowboys played against Tampa Bay and saw how Leonard Fournette wrecked that defense. And I looked at it and I went, man, I think Mixon gets even more. If he's in the backfield for the Buccaneers that night, I think Mixon's an even bigger problem than Fournette was. And so, yeah. to me, it's just like there are a lot of ways that they're going to be able to pressure you on offense. And like you say, the, what you're going to have to count on, that left side of the line, Cordell Volson, Jonah Williams, they're clearly struggling. Dallas is going to have to really try and, and wreck the game, I think, from that left side of their line. Well, Lyle Collins wasn't very no. good either. And no. that that's going to be an issue. Uh, you know, he we, we, had a, we had Tank Lawrence on 105.3 The Fan today on our show and he made note of that he's like you know hey you get a little older you know injuries things happen to you You get a little slower you know you know he was trying to be super super nice and positive about Lyle Collins but he watches tape heck we all watch the tape Lyle Collins wasn't good enough you mentioned Jonah Williams Jonah Williams carry him wide carry him wide then carry him back inside he's going to not adjust quickly enough to get to you so, yeah, there, there's, some, there's some things across this. You know, if the Cowboys are going to win this game, it is going to have to be pressure Joe Burrow and force turnovers if they can. You know, and even – I mean, I say that, and then I'm laughing to myself because they got a turnover last time against the, the Buccaneers at midfield, and they get three yards on it. You know, so, so – but to your point, the thing about Mixon, I guarantee you they are going to test the edges – of this Cowboys and and the in the and the, the Bengals they run the toss sweep where they pull everybody yeah. that old 
USC student body right where all those big old linemen are pulling outside, you know, and if you're getting down block, down block, and all these pullers, and now it's out there on digs and there's no safety support and all that, you're going to have problems. They're going to have success running the football. I guarantee you the things that you saw that Tampa Bay gave you trouble with on defense are going to come back, and you're going to see them again this week at least – the Bengals, I think, are going to say, listen, we're going to run this play until you stop it. And that ball getting on the edge is one of those things. Given that, you know, Lyle Collins seemed to have such trouble with T.J. Watt, um, but then the whole left side of the, the Bengals line seems a little little vulnerable right now, where would you be looking to pressure Parsons? Would you rather just have him out there on the edge trying to, you know, as a similar type of athlete and similar type of player as T.J. Watt, have him take advantage of what seemed to be a mismatch there? Or would you just try and and overload what that left side can handle and try and get Parsons from that side? I might play Tank Lawrence inside as a three technique on a rush. You know, if it's a long, if it's a passing situation, I might play, like I say, play Tank at the three over, over Bolson, play it, you know, and just let him attack him. And then I might take... Uh, take uh, Parsons and put him over Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins, to me, does not look in shape. He doesn't look ready. And, you know, I guess hey, another week, uh, you know, Mo was even talking about it. You know, no training camp for a lot of these guys. So, you know, football shape and all that, if, if you tell me I can move Parsons around, I think I'm putting him over Lyle Collins because Lyle Collins looked like, to me, he struggled with power. He struggled with his movement. And I think you could kind of take him out of his game uh, over there on that right side. I saw a discussion on Twitter this week. I saw Duke Manningweather had gotten involved in it a little bit. There was some discussion about it. Do you think Burrow is a quarterback who naturally will will draw sacks over his career, regardless of how the offensive line blocks? Is he a guy who is he moves extended? into sacks too? So, yeah, moves you know, into sacks. Him. Holds you the watch ball. Him he's, yeah, yeah. He's slippery to a point. You know, you got to make sure you hit him and you get him. But there are times where Joe's been hit enough now, and he's dealt with the knee and all that. Joe's not interested in fighting for anything extra. Now, like I said, he'll be slippery and duck. You know, I, I, I've never been more grateful for a quarterback to be on my team than when Joe Burrow was at LSU. Him and Chase and Jefferson at Minnesota, all those kids, you know, they, they, they were outstanding players. And they're outstanding players in the NFL. But you watch Joe Burrow. I don't think he's interested in trying to extend his like he once did. You know, when and, you know his days at LSU and and then now his first year. And that that knee injury, I think that took something from him as far as how much he really wants to play that way. Dan Quinn talked this week about the replacement for Curse likely being some sort of combo of Marquise Bell and Israel Mukwamu. Um, when we talk about trying to replace tight end, do you think that's something that whenever they're in run looks or, or whenever they're playing against what they believe is they're going to need extra defenders in the box, is that Bell? And then when they need somebody to try and take away Hurst in the passing game that we'll see Mukwamu? Yeah, I think that's – I think you're absolutely right. Mukwamu, we, we know this, Bobby. There was – I believe it was the Chargers preseason game came up a couple of different times. Yep. I don't know how comfortable he is really doing that. You know, no, I don't know how comfortable. Heart. Yeah, Bell to me now again. Bell's a rookie. You know, and, and you know, it's 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 you put him in there. Is he going to be okay? Yeah, I mean, heck, we were worried about 
know, Tyler Smith last week. You know, sometimes you just got to play these kids and, and see what they do. But Mukwamu showed the ability to come forward and close. You know, getting mixing on the ground is not an easy thing to deal with. But you got to be physical. You got to get bodies to them. And whichever one of those safeties they feel like could be better in, in doing that, I think that's the one that's going to play. You think Dallas is going to get some favorable looks in this game in the passing game? I mean, it feels like everybody at this point expects Dallas is going to have to lean so heavily on the run. Do you think there are going to be some opportunities for, hey, Cooper Rush, you're going to see some single coverage in some situations? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I think, but it's going to be about winning on the outside. You know, I, are you, you know, if I agree with Mo, uh, you know, uh, Eli Apple is the fourth corner. (laughs) Sign me up. Fifth corner, sign me up. He's your starter, though. You know, that's that's the deal out there. And I think you can take advantage of him. And every time I say, oh, take advantage of Carlton Davis, yeah, they never do. <laughs> yeah. They never, you know, they never throw a ball down the field. They make every all these guys feel so damn comfortable running routes. So I I, you know, I like Cooper Rush throwing the ball. If he could get protection, I'm okay with him throwing the ball if 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 in fact that you know, that CD can win off the line. You know, CD's got to learn to win quicker off the line and, and you know, not doing all this movement stuff. Just, you know, get off the line, win your route, and get into it and go. You know, get, look for the ball. And Noah Brown, Simi Fajoko, these guys have all worked with, with, with Cooper Rush on scout team. They, you know, they know, they know what kind of ball they're going to get from, 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 uh, from Cooper Rush. You know, and maybe it's too much to ask, you know, Kellen Moore to have a game plan that, you know, when he's calling on his call sheet, you know, to help everybody involved. I Last week, I, I you know, kind of felt like, oh, hey, run the ball a little more. You know, maybe if you're Mike McCarthy, click over on the headset and go, hey, uh, Kellen, run this time. Come on, let's, let's get a little running going. Let's see what we can do with run. Maybe we can help our quarterback here. You know, I was when Dak was playing bad, I'm thinking, how do you help him? You know, and then Eric Chiafalo, who I work with, or we both work with, excuse me, on 105.3 The Fan, he's like, well, every time you run or something like that, they get a penalty. You know, every time, you know, you, you think you're going to have some positive plays, all of a sudden, oh, it gets pulled back. You know, it, it, it's a little bit different. If you're going to run the football all the time, you know, you're, you're, it, it's going to take time, but you're also susceptible to the, the, the holding calls and stuff like that. You know, the penalties that bring them back, and then all of a sudden it turns into – well, Cooper Rush has got to make a play here now on second and ten, kind yeah. of a thing. So that's that's the tough thing. If you're you know if you're going to continue to get nine to twelve penalties a game offensively, and defense didn't have a penalty, you know defense didn't have a penalty last week. But if you're going to continue to get penalties, I don't care who's calling plays. It ain't it ain't going to work because. You're always going to be behind the chains. Real quick question before we we move on to the Twitter mailbag. Last thing here. Uh, I was talking with another colleague of ours, Reginald Atatula, over at 105 Through the Fan. Uh, and he was sharing with me an observation of his. And I'm curious if you see this at all. Do you see CeeDee Lamb rounds off his routes too much? He does. He does. That, that's he concerning does. because I always Inside. saw him at Oklahoma. I didn't see that. 
No, it was a lot of it was underneath the drags and stuff. It was all pretty quick. And, you know, maybe it's a little bit of like having two wide receiver coaches. You know, I mean, yeah. these wide receivers have had to deal with a, a new set of, you know, hey, this is what we're going to need to do. And, you know, I, you know, I, I kind of feel like that that might be a little bit of an issue right now. What is CD hearing? What is he learning? What are they teaching him? You know, I, I think there's some issues with CD. Yeah. But I think he's a damn good football player, too. And I think if you, you put the ball on him and give him a chance to catch it and go, he could do those things. You know, I, I, I think I think he ha- has a bounce back game because I think that Cooper Rush is going to get him some balls he can take advantage of. And, and just uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I always hate feeling like if we're talking over somebody said rounding off your routes basically just means the cut is not sharp. Not so, sharp. So, so yeah. when, when, sorry you're, when you're making, no, that. no, I was the one who used the term. So when you're making a cut, you basically take a, a almost a circle, 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 yeah. Insta- exactly. So you're rounding yeah. it off instead of like jab it, sticking your plant and go, yeah. 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 So, uh, you're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. So the Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.